It's the True Achievements Podcast, episode 87. I'm here with Dave. Hello. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Jolly good. Yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Buzzing, as uh, as you would say. (laughs) Uh, Jack, how's it going, mate? Good, thanks. Excellent. What a week it's been. I found a game I like, (laughs) which is nice. Impossible. Yeah, and we've done a massive reveal. More on that later. So we've got loads of fun things to talk about today. I'm going to talk about Destiny 2 for a bit. We've got some new stuff that we've been playing. Dave's been playing... Pez 2018, Jack's finished Lego Batman Japanese version, <laughs> uh, we've got all of the stuff to talk about, it's been a busy week so let's crack on. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to talk about Destiny 2, so I resisted the urge, I think we may have talked about this last week briefly, that when Dave and I are very similar in this boat, we see <laughs> we see people talking about games and we feel we're missing out and um, that finally took hold of me to the point where I was happy to shell out £55. Uh, for a digital copy of <laughs> Destiny 2 uh, last weekend. And I, I played probably, well, I had one achievement in the first game, uh, which shows you how much I played of it. I actually have one achievement in this game, but I've had an awful lot more, and we'll come on to the achievements in a bit. But um, I didn't think I was going to like it. Everyone said, it's not your sort of game, Rich, don't bother buying it. However, I booted it up. It, I think it auto... I have. I will put my cards on the table here. I have no idea what is going on for 90% of this game. I don't understand the menu system. I don't understand why I can't pause the game. I don't understand how the online works. Um, I don't really understand how all the leveling up and all the gear works either. Uh, so when I started the game up, I had a character already built, a hunter. Uh, I think you get to choose between three classes, if memory serves, from the first game. But yeah, I think it's, is it Hunter, Warlock, and something else? For Warlock's kind of a major one, isn't it? Oh, I'm glad I didn't uh, pick that. But this is always this was all done for me. I just literally booted up the game and there was my character, level one. So yeah, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll start playing. And the first probably two hours are sort of a bit of a tutorial thing where you're just walking around on your own. There's a bit of story going on. Um and it's all very linear. There's no, there's no like choices to make or anything. You're just doing a bit of shooty shooty, uh, picking up some guns and stuff. Uh, so you've got like two main weapons, and then you've got like a, a super weapon that you only get a couple of bullets for, um, which which seems to work quite nicely. Sometimes I forget that I've got that super weapon thing um, until I've been killed a few times. Then I think actually, yeah, I can use that super weapon thing. And then you've also got um, uh, like a special move thing when you build up enough power but there's no indication of at least i'm not aware of any indication of how close you are to filling that power it just suddenly pops up oh you can do your turbo super duper attack thing now Uh, and then you press both the bumpers and then you go absolutely ballistic for like a little bit and that's really cool Uh, but the shooting's brilliant it's like you know I, i suppose it's bungie and they know what they're doing with shooters but it just feels amazing and the cool thing that i think about this game is that after every mission you do you get given more gear. Either you earn gear or you have enough coins to buy gear, which I didn't really understand how that worked either. But I ended up with some gear. So it was felt like I'd go and talk to someone who gave me the mission and then there'd be five options of gear. And sometimes I was allowed to buy all or get all five and sometimes I was only allowed to choose one of them and it didn't really seem obvious what choice I had at any point. But I think it's because I was actually paying for them. But none of that's pretty obvious at all. The cool thing about the gear is that as it pops up, you've got like eight... Um, slots on your character where this gear resides, either armor, helmet, or the weapons themselves. Um, 
So this any of the gear you get could be for any of those eight slots, and it's just a simply a matter of hovering over the thing and pressing the right trigger, and it shows a comparison of what your gear is currently and what the new gear is. So it's really obvious if it's better and how much better it is. And then, because there's just a big fat number, everything's condensed to a big fat number, which makes my life so much easier. That's why I don't like RPGs. I don't like the fact you have to micromanage every single bit of inventory and this stuff i was wandering around with maybe a hundred different bits of gear before i realized you could actually uh dismantle things and there was no limit it didn't say at any point oh by the way you can't have any more gear so i just i just loved it and every little thing that you do even when you add a bit of gear that's a better number than the previous number your main number goes up so it's just like oh another number's gone up it's the most for someone that likes numbers it's the most satisfying game. It's just all about increasing those numbers, isn't it? It is. I'm loving it. So you've got multiple numbers that you're increasing across the board as well. I think Amazing. you're spot on, though. It's, you don't have to micromanage. And it's just if a number goes up, you just equip that. Yeah. yeah. So that's Generally. the other interesting thing, I thought. Yeah. So that you, uh, although all the gear and the weapons are uh, summarized in a single number, that doesn't tell the whole story. Like if you've got a, a 78 rifle compared to a... 75 rifle and you swap one out for the other quite often i found as i'm going along i think oh i actually preferred the 75 rifle because the recoil wasn't so bad or it had a better aiming thing so you but it's just trivial to flip back it's not like you have to equip certain things for a mission and that's what you keep for the whole mission and that works brilliantly so yeah i love all i love all that stuff there are issues that certainly for me that i found a, I don't know what's going on. That's quite a big issue. B, I can't pause the game. So if I need to go and get a beer, go to the toilet, you pause the game and then you die because like, it's just carrying on in the background. Even if I'm on an entirely single-player mission with no one else involved, I can't pause the game. What is that about? Ridiculous design decision. I think it's, it's because it's kind of hopping. It's always online, isn't it? People can just hop into your game, party up with you well, as you're going through can, the world. Because no one has done that in seven hours of gameplay. As, as you're going through the world in Destiny 1, at least, you'd come across other people that were just kind of off doing missions and you could just tag along with them and kind of help them kill the enemies they were attempting to kill or team up with them. And that only seems to happen in like the communal areas. If I'm actually on a mission, there's I've not seen a single other human person. That might be because I'm at a lower level, or maybe that only kicks in at level 20. I know there's a big achievement tied to reaching level 20, which I think opens up some other stuff. Okay. Uh, I'm only on level 8. But the shooting is so satisfying. The, the difficulty level seems really well paced. The enemy AI is fantastic. The variety of enemies and their attacks is really cool the variety of your attacks and the stuff you can do is really cool like the double jumping is great i've just unlocked another skill where i can do triple jumping now gives me a bit more distance um yeah i'm i'm loving it loving it loving it um and i can't wait to play some more and it's such a long time since i've had a game where i actually feel like that and i don't think i've scratched the surface as i say i've not i've not played with anyone else at all i'm just at the moment i'm enjoying it as a perfectly single player experience and um i'm struggling to fault it to be honest i'm really 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 enjoying it so if anyone out there when if when i get to level 20 and i'm allowed to do like raids or whatever all that jazz is hook me up i play very rarely at very weird times of the time but if you're online and i'm online please hook me up i'd love to play some proper i think they're called raids aren't they they've just announced just released one the first one because um there was some footage of people killing it for the first time um, and that all of the Bungie staff were watching it on live on Twitch and they all did a big round of applause. It was quite cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about all that. But as I say, I've probably played six, seven hours maybe. 
and I have unlocked a single achievement. Which and even that was optional. That was just because I happened to join in a raid or join in a, a public um, mission thing that was happening while I was waiting for something else. Um, but I haven't unlocked any story achievements, nothing at all, um, which is depressing. But loving it, I will definitely be playing a lot more of that game this weekend. Dave, you've been playing all sorts of different things. I have. Jumped on Gears of War 4 to help Treasy with an achievement and I just happened to pop pretty much all of the ones from that recent title update. Yeah, so we should mention what this is about. So they released the title update which included story level achievements that anyone that's played through the story will have already unlocked the requirements for. You don't have to play through the whole story. I'm only, I've only done the first two acts. Wow. And I, I mean, they, they feel like playing acts like one of them's play 20 acts which i've done when i've been doing like um leapfrog and stuff and i was going back in to get specific like weapon achievements or kill achievements and things i was playing through some acts so i think i needed five acts to play then i needed to play one act in co-op and i just randomly jumped in somebody's game and just played through and then so that was 500 gamer score in about an hour wow I might have to beat this up at some point. I'm, I'm too into Destiny, but that sounds like free money for people. I, I just turned the game on, and then like the the console couldn't, couldn't actually keep up with it. Like I was just getting weird stuff, and my phone was going off, and my computer was going off, and I was like, okay, I'll take it. Amazing. <laughs> Finish Madden. Just them last few odd achievements I needed to do just to finish that. Now thousand. Done and gone. And then uh, probably the most time I've spent playing is with Pro Evo Soccer 2018. So is that fully out now? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Okay, cool. Uh, you are doing a review, I'm guessing? Yes. Okay, cool. Did, well, you, want, did you want to spoil it or do you want to save it? I can do because it's, it's pretty much the same as every Pez. It's, um, I'm gonna, I'll throw in as many football analogies as possible. Oh, like, fantastic. It's, like a, it's a game of two halves, is it? basically. It's like, in terms of the actual gameplay, it's spot on. Like, it feels more realistic than FIFA. FIFA feels a bit arcadey and fast-paced, whereas this is like, if you like to play, like, slow possession-based football and stuff, you can do. Like, it it seems suited for that. I think some people prefer FIFA, some people prefer Pez, you know, that's Mm. the way it is. Um, But then still, in terms of the actual, the way it looks and the presentation is garbage. It just pants. It's like Man United and Darlington. It's like it's just weird, ugly, grey box menus and stuff. Yeah. Like it, it's not Thursday nice. night Channel Five. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's enjoyable if you like football games. Definitely worth picking. And how's up. how's the achievement list? Same as every year. Okay, they don't change it. So, so there's I mean, some stuff you can normally um, simulate. Can you simulate some of the wins? Uh, well, yeah, you got to play like there's like Master League where you got to yeah. take control of a team, so you just kind of takes a bit of setup. You have to move all the players, like decent players, over to your team and just sim it. And there's one for being a pro, so you're playing just as one player. I like that. That's a good so you mode. just play the first few games and score like thirty goals a game, and then just sim the rest of it. Sim the rest. Okay, cool. So uh, more of the same, really, in that in that regard. Then, yeah, I mean, there's some little touches I've noticed, like in terms of like. The players seem to hold the ball up better, like they use the body to, you know, block off players and stuff. That seems 
more realistic. It looks really good when they're doing that kind of stuff. And it feels like, I don't know, it feels as if I'm watching a football match, you know, like the pace of the game and okay. well, that's the good. little mistakes and things that players make. It Like if you try passing a ball when you're... I don't, on FIFA, if you you could you could pass a ball when you're facing completely the opposite way, yeah. and it's perfectly defeat. This it's like if you're a bit if your player's a bit off balance, and it'll just balloon it. So you you've got to really kind of you know get the ball under control and then pass it or have a shot or whatever. So it seems more realistic. Sounds a bit more realistic to me. Okay, cool, excellent. I will. When is FIFA coming out? Next month. FIFA's end of this month. End of this month, and that's early access for EA people. EA access mm-hmm. people. So that might even be next week then. Yeah, Ooh. I guess so. Cool. Okay, interesting to compare them. I'd like to see what you think when you've had some proper time. I've on played FIFA the, as de- well. the demo of FIFA 18 is out now. So I've, okay. I've played the two now. And I, like I said, FIFA just seems more fast paced and like more arcadey. And I can see why people would really like that. I prefer that style, to be honest. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, Jack, do you want to talk about finishing Lego Batman Japanese? <laughs> uh, same old Lego. Same old Lego. So, <laughs> cool. um, we both played a bit of Battlefield. So we streamed some Battlefield 1 um, a couple of, or maybe last week or the week before, and I'm really enjoying that game. So I've actually played some more of it and finished um, another of the single-player campaign stories. I've just started the fifth one, uh, which has... It's the fifth, so all the campaign stories are slightly well. Some of them have got very different feel. They're all different, based on different characters, uh, different storylines, different settings. And the final one is like a um, Lawrence of Arabia uh, thing, where it's all in like sandy desert area. Um, it's uh, it's pretty cool, but it's much more stealthy. So you've got a sword as your main weapon, so or a little knife thing. So you're doing up, you're up against guys with huge. Um, submachine guns and semi-automatic weapons so all of it's about stealth if you get spotted you're dead um and even like you're trying to destroy things that have got like armor plating on them so you're trying to stab people <laughs> i found out a few times that doesn't really work they just turn around and laugh at you and then kill you straight away um but that's been really challenging because i like rambo style um first person shooters so i, I just bowl straight in and get killed quite a lot so I've struggled a bit with that one but I've got to the final part of that mission which is uh, like this huge armoured train thing comes into this village um, and you have to try and blow it up but it's properly mad like as soon as you can only blow it up by using these huge anti-tank mounted guns that are sort of stationed along the side of the track but as soon as you fire one of them the train like moves towards you and then they just fire stuff that just instantly kills you you don't even get any warning you're just dead um, so I think the tactic is you sort of fire a shot from one of these anti-tank um, turret things and then quickly come off that turret, leg it all the way to the other end of the village, grab another gun and then do the same. But it looks like from having done like about six in a row, that took about a third of the damage of the train. So I think you've got to do this about 20 times without getting hit once because it's insta-kill in order to complete the level. I'm guessing it's the end of the level because it seems pretty dramatic. But I'm really enjoying that still. And then I need to go back and finish the first war story, which I haven't done yet. Um, and then I'll have done all of that. But what a campaign. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, as I say, loads of variety on there. It's very cool. And Jack, you've been playing a little bit of it as well? Yeah, I've hopped back in, but mainly to the multiplayer instead. Oh, okay. I haven't even touched that yet. It's uh, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's, uh, another yeah. football analogy. Game of two halves. Okay, um, he's not that sort of player. Let's talk about streams. 
We played a pretty wicked new game with a very unconventional plotline last week, or this week on Tuesday, called Serial Cleaner. Um, Jack was out and about, so I started this one. Basically, it is a sort of side-on 3D flat one-screen map. Actually, it sort of extends a bit more than one screen. A reasonably tight map uh, where a murder has taken place and you are called in by the mob to come and clean up so um, each level has a different amount of stuff that you need to clean up and slightly different tactics so you'll go into the level and there will be let's say uh, two bodies and two bits of crucial evidence um, scattered around the level and they they change place so if you if you get spotted and captured the next time you replay the level um, the bodies could be in a different spot but you can like hold down the left trigger and it sort of zooms out and shows you where everything is. Uh, but on the map are people that are looking out for you and they have like um, a visible field of vision, um, like many games have. So you can see where these guys are looking and they will follow consistent paths as well. So you'll have like three uh, police that are wandering around the map um, looking in various spots. And you have to basically negotiate your way across the map without getting spotted. Um, if it's a piece of evidence, you can just pick it up. If it's a body, you need to pick it up and then transport it to the body drop, which could be the back of your car. It could be a window that you have to throw the bodies out. It's pretty realistic in that in that regard. Um, and, um, and that's it, really. There's a sort of time ticking away in the corner, but it doesn't seem to punish you. Don't forget about the um, the blood as well. Yeah, well, that comes. That's like a new mechanic that was thrown into yeah. level level four. Ah, okay. Um, and you actually actually clear up some blood with your blood hoover, uh, <laughs> rather than using like a mop and bucket. You have like this hoover, um, and yeah, you need to like clear up like seventy percent of the blood to to do it. Move the two bodies and and there's sort of various challenges you have to do, and then get out without getting spotted. Um, it sounds quite straightforward, and the first couple of levels were quite straightforward, but. I think by the time we got to, le- I think we finished on level six or something like that, which we couldn't get past. They were really tricky. Um, it was, but as I say, it's unlike any other game I've played, I quite enjoyed it. We did quite well on the achievements. We got five for 150. Um, it was starting to frustrate me a little bit when we got towards the end, because like you'd, you've got to be really patient. Sometimes you can just need to sit and hide in a cardboard box or. Um, out of the way and you might have to sit there for two or three minutes while you wait for all the people to walk in their appropriate positions so that you can have enough space to get out but um, pretty cool game what did you think of it Jack? you thought it was pretty cool? yeah it's a really different concept something I haven't seen before and I think all the mechanics worked well together yeah. and it was um, it, it was kind of puzzly in a sense um, but quite yeah certainly on the final level we were on you had to move stuff around in order to get access to some of the evidence and the bodies and things um, yeah. interesting game um, yesterday we played something that was oh, I don't even know how to begin to describe this complex complex and cybery I mean Jack <laughs> take it away this was so this the, the gist of it is that you are some kind of hacker and you're inside a computer and you've got a kind of try and get to the mainframe or whatever but in order to do that you play a blue sphere on the screen you move that to red squares and it's all grid based movement um, so you use left right up and down um, and you push it in one direction you'll move from one square to the next um, when you're on that square you hold the A button and that is attacking it effectively and it has squares in the corners and kind of like health on the block itself when all of those have ticked down it will turn to blue 
and you'll spawn a couple of little circles which will then travel the edges of the squares and attack red circles which are spawning from the red squares which are enemies. Um, after you've turned all of the squares on the map blue um, you could, it will then either finish the level or if there are other enemies kicking about so there are red spheres which are the same size as you which you can't damage until you've turned certain things blue yeah, when, when, you've, when you've killed all of the enemies and turned everything blue the level ends and you continue on to the next one um, you have the occasional power up you can collect so if your health's low you can go and pick up a cross and that'll give you more health um, some power ups freeze the enemies and allow them to become damageable, kind of like the power man um, pick up where all the ghosts you can kind of eat them after you've picked it up or whatever uh, it was definitely complex though and yeah, definitely very complex. We didn't really know what was going on, I'll be honest. No, it, the thing that made it difficult is there weren't any kind of clear, concise instructions. It was all wrapped up in some really flowery, kind of attempted to be hacker esque language over the top. And it was like, oh, we've got the HM24 hacker panel, blah, blah, blah. You've got to do this and that. <laughs> it just went over your head. There wasn't any highlighting of that text to show you what was key. Um, as your health went down, it didn't explain that if you sat on a blue cube, that your health would go back up. It was a lot of like sitting around and waiting again. So you'd go and take over five cubes, then your health would be down to nothing. So you'd have to sit on a cube and wait for 30 seconds. If your health to go back up to full, then you'd continue on. It was just rinse and repeat. But... Yeah, weird game. Anyway, five achievements for 420 gaming score which is pretty amazing. And we were already well on the way to getting two more, I think. Using the achievement tracker, you had decent progress. Yeah. So um, I think yep. as a completion, you could probably do it in two, two to three hours. Um, but you probably go insane playing it for that long. Um, we also played some Mantis Bone Racing. We were um, privileged enough to have one of the developers of Mantis Bone Racing in the stream yesterday. We hoped to play the Battle Cars DLC for Mantis Bone Racing. However, uh, we ballsed up the <laughs> installation <laughs> while we installed the DLC correctly in advance like because we're well prepared for everything we do. Uh, we didn't realize that you also needed a 2.5 gigabyte snow uh, pack expansion in it, order to play the battle cars. To, to be fair, it seemed like they should have, if you need that expansion, they almost should have released that as a title update. Oh, I think they did. It's just that we haven't played it since then, so we've never installed it. Ah, uh, okay. Because that brought a whole load more tracks. Uh, snowy. I, snowy. Uh, I, I don't think it was a title update because you actually had to initialize it from the download menu, didn't you? If it's a title update, it just wrap it into the game when you boot oh, it Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. That had been out for a while, and it is a free update. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, our mistake, though. But um, yeah. we still played some oh, play, Yeah, we played loads of yeah. In fact, we played loads of the normal game, and I didn't realise how far I was through that game. But we're now at a level where all of the races were seriously tight. Like, I came second by inches a couple of times and won a few by inches. So it was really good racing. That game is excellent. It is a quality top-down racer, uh, one of the best out there. So I, I do recommend it. And we hope to play the battle cars properly um, any time in the next couple of weeks. It's like what Micro Machine should have been, that new release. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that game is not good. Um, I just want to say we've confirmed our streams for next week, at least the first part of each. So on Tuesday, we are doing Don't Starve together. And on Wednesday we are on Thursday we are doing Planets of the Eyes, and we have more games to play in the meantime. So we have a load of new new ID stuff to play, which is good. And we hope to be back on a regular four ID games a week um, tip. 
from now on, which is good. Uh, site news, we've got some ultra cool new merch. So massive thanks to um, True Achievements community member True Crazy. He sent me a design probably nine months ago after we did the last set of um, merch saying, hey, look, I've made this really cool TA Splash logo. Um I think it would look awesome on t-shirts and we were like yeah that would look awesome and then I was useless and we haven't put any merch up for nine months um, however we now have that stuff on hoodies and t-shirts and they look amazing I've ordered some already I've got a hoodie and a t-shirt and a mug we've got mugs for the first time um, these are limited edition as usual uh, the runs are for three weeks although we've already had half of one of those weeks so you've got two and a half weeks left to get them um, you can choose colors now for the t-shirts sizes these uh, ladies fitted t-shirt that we just added this week as well so um, check it out this all looks pretty cool and it's different to your average true achievements t-shirt uh, design although we still have those as well if you've never had a chance to get one you want a traditional one that is there too ta playlist dave what are the options for this week oh, voting open last night i believe yeah so it's for october so it's uh, halloween themed ah um they've chose okay. alien isolation Okay. Dead Rising 3, mm-hmm. uh, Little Nightmares, and Resi Evil 4. Cool. Um, have you played any of those? I've played Dead Rising 3. That was good, like fun. That that, that was Dead Rising, basically. Yeah. But it was co-op. It, there was a lot of co-op in that. I enjoyed that, doing co-op. Um, uh, Little Nightmares, I've heard good things about. I've, in fact, I've heard good things about all of those games. Obviously, Resi 4 is a classic. Um, Alien Isolation, I've heard uh, the most about. A lot of people are surprised at how good it is when they play it. Yeah. And are also surprised at the atmosphere it creates and how scary it can actually be. Yeah. So. Um, no, it's a cool list. So, yeah, please join in and vote for your the game you want to play. It's, um, I'm not sure. I think I'd probably be able to play Little Nightmares quite happily because that's sort of a cartoony. I don't think it's proper terrifying, is it? It's more of a cartoon. I'd like to see you playing Alien Isolation. Yeah, you would. <laughs> 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 Uh, I don't like horror games. I re- it's, you know, it's out at the moment, the film. That was yeah. my favourite book when I was a kid. Um, and I've just watched the trailer for it twice. And I just <laughs> don't think I could... I just couldn't stomach it. I, I'm such a wuss. <laughs> anyway, cool. Let's move on to regular news. All right, so the big one this week, TA exclusive. Doo-doo. We uh, got the Farsam up spot. <laughs> <laughs> We got the uh, Forza Motorsport Seven achievement list. Woo! Going. Have you had a like a? You play Forza every year. Have you had a detailed? Yeah, I've it? had a look at some of the feedback. People are not happy about the underdog at- achievement making its yeah, return. It's terrible. I think the game as a whole, the achievement list is tightly doable. There was one for collecting all the cars. There's a lot of cars in that game. Over seven hundred. Yeah. Over seven hundred cars. So that is going to take some time. The rest of the stuff is sort of career progression. Uh, there's quite a lot for um, car collection, so it's not just get to 700. You've got uh, achievements for getting 100, 500, and 300. Um, and there's even like car collector tiers as well. They did push that when we went to the dev session. There was a lot of stuff about building your garage up and all that sort of stuff. Um, imagine the amount of room you'd need for a 700 <laughs> car garage. <laughs> Ridiculous. But then you've got loads of cool stuff like for finishing the championship. Um, and One then thing Yes, I did notice every motorsport like has had the ridiculously grindy, you know, gold all races or yes. finish all races. This one I couldn't see anything like that, so I thought woohoo! But then I saw 
the championships complete the championships on elite, which you know we don't know, but I'm guessing elite's going to be like yeah, driver tar difficulty. Are you driving around in manual gears and oh, it's going to be a lot I don't of races. There is one for winning a race with no assists turned on in a multiplayer. Yeah, that's, you can boost that pretty easy. You could, yeah. Can you not boost the underdog, or is it too difficult to get 24 people? Right, so the way it works is, it's the, the, and I've tried it. I did a four-hour session for it on Forza Motorsport 6 and didn't get a chance. Oh. You have to be last. Yes. So whoever's last is random, or it seems to be. The only way to guarantee it is if you're last to join the lobby. Okay. But then if anybody drops out for any reason, quits the race, or connection drops, you don't get it. So, so you got to be last in the lobby, run, you know, which is, and then you got to win the race. So doing it legit, legit is going to be luck and skill, which I don't have yeah. much of it either. <laughs> so, All about the boosting. Luck. It was a nice oh, They might, you never know. You might be able to do it in a private this time. They might. Be yeah, I will. Um, I want to say massive thanks to Turn Ten for giving us the exclusive on this. I will talk to them and see if we can find out a little bit more about that because. Um, unfortunately a lot of the feedback has been I can't believe you brought Underdog back the rest of the, the list looks totally doable to me and looks like a really nice variety of stuff you've got stuff for multiplayer but you've also got stuff for like the tunes, the paints um, I liked um, one of them was uh, create your own weather was it? Like complete a race and set your own like weather conditions for it. Okay cool. they've got one for completing a race with every car every Porsche I, I'm going to enjoy doing that. Porsches are so nice <laughs> to handle in those games so yeah, it's a, it's a you know it's not a list that's gonna you're gonna do in a couple of hours. This is an epic commitment of, of time. Yeah, that's a cool list. The list on the homepage of the site. Um, thanks again for turn ten for sorting that out for us. Pretty cool. Okay, next up. So from from getting achievements, um, NBA two K eighteen the prelude. We were all excited for our quick and easy thousand gamer score. And then we noticed as the day went on last Friday that nothing appeared. On Twitter, a few people were chasing up Xbox support and asking them what was going on. And one of the uh, support staff said that the developer opted not to make achievements for this title, which I could understand. But then the fact that the PlayStation has trophies, PlayStation version has trophies, seems a bit odd. At that My point, guess. they've made all the assets, haven't they? They've named them, they've got all the descriptions, and it'd just yeah. be attributed yeah. scores, wouldn't it? My guess is that somebody messed up. And <laughs> yes. There's obviously an option not... Because you've done some research, Jack, and found that it is a game. It's not listed as a demo on yeah, the store. Yeah, it's, it's it classed as a proper game, and compared to something like the Forza Horizon 3 demo, that's listed as a demo. So it's like they've literally decided not to put them in some way, somehow. I spoke to a contact at 2K this week. And after about eight emails where he said, no, there is achievements in it. I've got the trophies. <laughs> and like, no, no, your achievements, trophy is different. And he was going to look into it, but I haven't heard back yet. So We will continue to chase. Um, yeah. My money would be on these appearing at some point in the next week. We, there is somebody who's commented in the in the in uh, the comments on the story who had a conversation with. We went through to a manager at Xbox Support. Yeah. He was hey, to be honest, Xbox Support, uh, I'd take anything they say with a pinch of salt, especially on something like this. They will have zero. Yeah, but they said the manager said they were they looked like there'd be an update for the game soon that would add them in. So when we get them, if we do get them, they'll be the first to know. If you I might, um, I might contact. 
the achievement department. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably uh, refer you to us. So yeah, yeah, they normally do. Yeah, uh, to see if I can find out some more. But uh, certainly, we should be able to find out a little bit more about this. But it does, it does seem like it's a mistake because there is, as we say, trophies. So they've done all the hard. Well, they've not. Before. It's a bit. I can see people because we get anything that's to do with glitched achievements and things. We seem to get added in the mentions on Twitter. So I've seen a lot of irate people coming to 2K at the moment, but no response. We'll okay. let you know. We will do our best to find out. Uh, Ubisoft is ending support for several Xbox 360 games. Uh, the games are I'm Alive, Just Dance 3, Just Dance 4, Just Dance Disney Party, Marvel Avengers, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Raymond 3HD, Ruse and Sean White Skateboarding. The interesting thing with Ubisoft is that they've done this before. They've announced that like the servers on 360 games are going to be shutting down. And when it actually happens, it's only like the Uplay components and you can still actually play multiplayer and things. So it's up in the air as to what is going to be affected yeah, at the moment. we won't moment. know until they pull the switch. But if uh, you've got any of those games and you have any online achievements or leaderboard type things in there, then... Uh, get them done before November the 11th when they will be gone forever. <laughs> Another thing, sadly, leaving Xbox Live, the indie game program from the Xbox 360, which was the the games that didn't have achievements, so I suppose a lot of us won't have played many of them. No. The, Microsoft announced at the end of this month they're going to be stopping that and you won't be able to buy any of those games anymore so they're pretty cheap they like dollars aren't they and things like that some of these games and this looking back at the list i think we've got a list going up hopefully sometime around the weekend or really next week we're doing like five that you should try so if you've got oh, okay, five dollars cool. what was the date sorry that we're closing this 29th it's gone okay two weeks left i didn't really I, make much use of it to be honest I only played Mount Your Friends and it wasn't what I expected. <laughs> Presumably an 18. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. I look forward to seeing the list of things that must we must play in the next two weeks. And then not play them. And then not play them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got given some stuff for free this week. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about World of Tanks. Right, okay. Star Wars Battlefront Season Pass has gone free for Xbox Live Gold members. Yay! Uh, the game is also on sale at the moment for like under $5, like yeah. £4, pounds, something like that. £3.54. That's, that's a bargain, isn't that's it? That's the ultimate edition that includes all of the Season Pass stuff too. Um, so, so well worth grabbing. Yeah, and EA Access, if you've got that, like you should be able to play it anywhere now, but it's worth playing. Just yeah, it's worth having the free DLC because there's loads of there was some good stuff. There was Death Star pack, Rogue One pack, decent stuff in there. That's still a really good game, uh, although it doesn't have much of a campaign at all. Well, at least uh, with it being this price and that the the online community should be quite large if yeah. you're looking to get in and play some of the games. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's still maintained a reasonable uh, busyness. It's pretty much the only game out there that's like this until the next one comes out. All right, next up, Agents of Mayhem. They've announced a big, huge list of fixes and things that are coming in a patch. The main reason that it's good for us, I mentioned, I can't remember, last week or the week before on the podcast, that there are these collectible shards you have to pick up from the world and you have to collect all of them for an achievement. And they could be high up on the top of, like, 20-story buildings and things. You've got to search everywhere. 
there was a, a like a perk in game you could buy where it was supposed to show them on the map, but it didn't. Uh, they look like they've patched that one. So that annoying achievement that I was going to leave, I might actually go back and get now. But I want to so play many this fixes. The the gunplay and stuff on it is really fun. It's uh, I'm going to get it when it goes on sale. It's not particularly exciting, but if you like just shooting things and explosions going off everywhere, who and doesn't different, like that? Different types of guns, and it's it's worth picking up. And I'm sure it'll be on sale pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, it's been out for a while now, hasn't it? What, a couple of months? Uh, like a, well, about a month. It came out just before Gamescom. Okay. okay. So I imagine when it gets towards Christmas and the big games come out, it'll yeah. uh, get price reduction. Get some decent discounts. All right, then a couple more to go. Uh, Dead by Daylight, uh, that was pretty broken on release because of the servers. Uh, gold members can play it this weekend for free. So if you had a bad experience, with, I think they had a trial, did it at the time? I can't remember. But if uh, you heard bad things and turned you off, check it out this weekend and you can see if they managed to fix those issues. It looked like an interesting concept. Yeah. It was like yeah. the 4v1 thing, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit like um, Friday the 13th, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It seemed to be a rash of those games. All came out at the same time, all with broken yeah. servers. <laughs> yeah. We tried to stream. <laughs> we tried to stream all of them. Yeah, excellent. Uh, the last up this week, uh, insiders on the alpha ring of the preview program thingy Bob for the Xbox One. This week they announced a pretty cool new feature. So previously you've only been able to record uh, your game clips in 720p and up to a maximum of five minutes in length. This week they've announced that you're going to be able to record in 1080p. Um, if you're using them, if you're saving the clips to your console and using them on Xbox Live and like sharing them on your friend feed and stuff, there can be a maximum of two minutes, which I'm guessing is down to the obvious file size increase. Um, but there is an option now where you can choose to save your game clips and screenshots to an external hard drive. Cool. Uh, so game clips you can record up to an hour. But you won't be able to share them on live like you can. No. Would we still uh, pick game... them up? Presumably not. Don't... No. No, it'd um, just be is... entirely external, wouldn't it? But you could take that footage and then upload it to YouTube and yeah, whatever so you want to do. It's basically like having an Elgato for an hour. Yeah, like for free. For built into your Xbox. The only problem is, though, that you can't use the same external hard drive that you might be using for any games and apps because it needs a different formatting. Okay. So... So uh, you will need a second drive if you use a external drive for games. Immediately when I thought saw this, I just thought the kind of future proofing for the 4K stuff because that's going to be massive yeah, when you can do that on the One X. So, how many um, USBs are there on the One X? Is it just three? Two on the know. two on the back and one on the front stroke side. I can't actually remember yeah. when I had one in my hands only a couple of weeks ago. I can't actually remember. Because my Xbox One, the old style, has got three plus the Connect thing. Whereas if you want to use a Connect, you've got to use a USB now, haven't you? So you might, if you want. Okay, to so it, yeah, potentially potential requirement for hubs. USB hubs are going to do a lot of sales when their Xbox One X comes out. I think. Yep. Cool. Okay, back compact news. Tons. We finally got some. <laughs> finally yeah. got some. It's been a while. It's been almost two and a half weeks, I think, isn't it? But six titles hit yesterday, though. We had uh, Saints Row the Third, Slender the Arrival, Super Contra, Undertow, Monopoly Deal, and Cyber Troopers Virtual On. 
Excellent. Saints Row 3 uh, is the one that I would have played out of all of those, I think. Uh, which is a good game. You uh, never guess that Cyber Troopers Virtual On was like the <laughs> Japanese only game. Would you? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, with a title like that. Never uh, I, I suggest um, if anybody's interested, go. I, c- I couldn't find the store description for the game yesterday. <laughs> so in the story, I had to uh, Google Translate it, so it's well worth a uh, Oh, excellent. I look forward to that. I'll have a look at that later. Um, right, let's move on to your bulging mailbag. All right, so... First question, question of the week is from Stephen House. Uh, he says, I still want to hear your take on fail state achievement. Should one be rewarded for failure? Okay, so I wasn't 100% sure what you meant by fail state achievements, but I, I worked it out from the second part of the question. These are achievements for dying or failing numerous times in games. So these didn't really used to be a thing in my head. I don't actually remember a lot of these achievements existing for the first sort of five years of Xbox. At least I don't remember them being a thing. Um, but certainly in the since we've been streaming the ID titles, probably every two or three games has one of these achievements. Um, yeah. It's got to the point that we even have a a quote on the bot uh, for, <laughs> for uh, getting an achievement for dying. Uh, which is called Be like, More Like Rich, uh, which is embarrassing. But um, because <laughs> I, I obviously die a lot when I'm playing these games, and I don't mind it on those sorts of titles, especially if it's not just like died for the first time, or it is something like died for the first time in a really easy game. Yeah. I think if you just, the first time you die, you get an achievement. That's just weird um, in a game where you die a lot. But certainly for, you know, I, like there was one in um, uh, Serial Cleaner, I think, for failing the level five times in a row or something like that. You couldn't couldn't clear the level five times in a row. And I don't mind that at all because if you're frustrated trying to do the same thing over and over again, to get an achievement halfway through that is actually quite a nice feeling. It's like, oh, actually, I'm not as frustrated now because at least I've got some gamer score out of it. So I've got no issue with that at all. Um, if, if it's in a big achievement list of 50 different achievements and you get one for, you know, being rubbish, uh, and then often it's not just being rubbish is it it's just that you it's taken a while to learn the mechanics of the level or yeah. you know you just naturally happen to die that amount of times i know there was someone we were playing what was that um that co-op game we were playing the puzzler where we had there was one for like dying a hundred times death, death squared, squared. Mm. yeah there was one for like or even i think it might even it a thousand been, times yeah okay a thousand <laughs> cumulative deaths we, we actually engineered a way that we found a level which was really quick to die with um, all four of us at once. So you control four characters to each in in that in that game. So we managed to do four simultaneous deaths, uh, like within like two seconds of the level starting. We actually managed to get the thousand. I'm not sure it made good viewing, um, but that was quite that was just quite fun just to do. So I've got no real objection to these achievements. Obviously, yeah, I, I don't think there's an issue with them. I think um, Fifty Cent Blood on the Sands did it well. So they had an achievement for dying, and it was actually zero gamer score. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, so that made it feel like it was still an achievement, but it wasn't much of an achievement yeah, because you weren't getting the points attributed to it. Yeah, I've no problem. I don't mind getting points for it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take game they come. Yeah. yeah, fill a whole game with them. I remember um, um, FIFA years ago had some like really rubbish one where you had to quit five matches. Oh no! Why would so, they do that? Like, if you're doing it in a single-player game, and it's like, you know, it's, it's, to me, it's it's like um, if you're struggling on a level, and it tells you you get an achievement saying you died ten times. It's like, <laughs> you teasing me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but that's quite. That's like a friendly tease because it gives you some yeah. game score. 
But like when you're actually negatively impacting people, like FIFA quit five times or whatever it was, that's um, well, yeah, shady. I totally agree. With that. I couldn't see why that's not made a comeback in the uh, more recent versions of the game. But yeah, I have no issue with that. And saying you're being rewarded for failure makes it sound a bit more dramatic than it is. It's a game and you're going to die at some point. So I have no issue with that. Yeah. Good question, though. Thank you, Stephen. I shall be in touch on Twitter for your choice of codes. Cool. Right. Okay. Uh, next question is from the main man, Will. He asks, with the 1X only having one terabyte and games only getting bigger as we advance, do you think offering portion downloads should be offered. For example, if you're picking up the new COD, you're given the option to download the campaign first and multiplayer later, or vice versa. Cool so question. Interestingly, this is something Dave and I were chatting about yesterday evening. And do you know what, as well? After we finished chatting, I looked on Twitter, and yeah. Jess yeah. at Windows Central has got some kind of details about this kind of thing. Okay. So. I'll link to it so you can read it. But the basics are the store. I don't know how it's going to work for this, but if you're downloading the game, the store is going to intelligently know what assets you need. So you're not going to download the 1080p if you only need the 4K and 4K yeah. and vice versa. Um, there was also some pretty cool stuff about there's an option somewhere within the new uh, the new dashboard that I've got now where there's an option called shrinkable games. Ooh. And they think that might be able to, you know, remove things. And there's also things he's mentioned in there, like I'll link to it so you can read it properly. Language packs and things like that. Ah, uh, like, yeah, there's no need to download a lot It's of only going to download the English one, and then you might have an option in-game to download other ones and things. And yeah, then also options to, like Will says, if you only want to play the multiplayer of Call of Duty, you might be given the option to delete the single player or not install the single player and things, so... Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that a lot of the games, your average game is not going to have options to do this because most games wouldn't have a massively distinct single-player, multiplayer campaign. I don't imagine it would be that obvious. Most of the time, they'll share assets anyway. Um, And the vast majority of this data will be textures and graphics and stuff like that and sound, I guess, Um, which a lot of the times for characters and stuff, they'll be used throughout multiplayer and single-player. So I'm not actually sure how many times stuff like i suppose stuff like forza you've got tracks but would you really want to limit your your track well, data last night i was jack wanted to play battlefield so i put it in and i had a 23 gig update before i could play the game for multiplayer so wow. if i only wanted to play the single player that's 23 gigs of just nothing sat there do you know what i mean that is a very good point okay yeah that's fair enough so new maps and things like that for multiplayer but i, I as i say i think that's probably if you look at all the games that came out this year I bet there's probably only 5% of those where, where that would make sense as a thing to do. I bet most, the vast majority of games just wouldn't, wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to separate I think stuff, stuff like Call of Duty and Battlefield where you said, where there is a distinct yeah, no, I difference agree. between the I player base in terms of like who that. plays it for single player, who plays it for multiplayer. But they could even take it one step further because some people are not even going to touch the Call of Duty campaign. So they could release like a slimmed down version, cheaper cost, buy the multiplayer version of a game and then you could pay for an upgrade if you want the single player later on or whatever. Can you imagine that, them ever doing a cheaper version? I, I, I can't, no, I can't imagine them ever doing that. But <laughs> that, that, that would be incredible, though. It'd be a totally different kind of model from anything we've seen. Yeah, I can't see COD doing it, but another company might do something like that yeah. for sure. Well, it does look like what you're suggesting is actually coming in some state. Like I could imagine as well, do you know, things like uh, FIFA 
Like once you finish the journey, just delete. All yes, them the journey. So that's, again, that's another slightly rare example. Although you keep coming up with new ones, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, you've got a single player campaign that is only a one-off hit, and then the game, the rest of the game, is something different. Um, I suppose you've probably got stuff in Destiny as well. Or uh, you could do Brick Breaker, delete the ninety levels. Nobody can get it. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that game's only about two meg anyway. <laughs> Just save a meg then. All the graphics are white, so. <laughs> Got me. Uh, great question. Uh, we, I think we'll know more in the next two months when when stuff like this. Uh, yeah, but I, I linked I linked to Jesse's story on Windows Central, and you can read it. It's some interesting stuff. Ian Triplo, do you think there will be a day one Xbox One X Scorpio achievement? Uh, I think they're bound to do one, aren't they? I don't, I, I don't think they will. They, they mentioned well. it last time. Nothing. Mentioned. Now, the interesting thing is, didn't we get one straight away when we pre-ordered last time? There was one for pre-ordering through the Microsoft yes. um, store on the console. They released an app to actually pre-order, didn't they? So yeah. are they going to do that again? Because we haven't been able to do that with our special edition pre-orders, have we? I don't think they will, because it was like they were pushing achievements on everything, weren't they, at that stage? And, well, to be honest, with a pre-order one, I I pre-ordered it and then cancelled my pre-order, then ordered it somewhere else cheaper, where I got a bundle so you deal. Got the achievement. Yeah, exactly. So oh man, yeah, screw the man. Be, it'd be nice to have one of them. I, I liked setting up my big, massive hulking Xbox One and my huge Connect, and then scanning the QR code for yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. They might stick a QR in the box. Yeah, that was. That was it, though, part of the learning experience because every Xbox originally came with the QR code and they were almost teaching people how to use it. It was like, oh, you've got this code, now hold it in front of you, connect, and it will scan. But with the new console not bundled with a connect or anything like that. Can I suppose you use QRs in the Xbox app on your phone? I don't, I don't know, actually. don't know. It's annoying that we still have to type codes in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, how is that gets... still a thing? I mean, There's I've a... got... There's a really amazing, um, if you ever get an Amazon gift card, if you've got the Amazon app on your phone, yeah. even just for blocks of numbers, you can just scan it in with a camera and it'll pick yeah, well, it up and Google, add it to your account. I'm in, I'm in a restaurant in Cologne. I can turn on my phone and put hold up the <laughs> menu to my phone and see real-time translations of my shit one burst. <laughs> um, right in front of my eyes. So it can't be beyond the wit of man for me not to have to type in a... 25 character <laughs> code where when I asked Jack to read it to me, the V's sound like V's. <laughs> <Yeah. and> the... <laughs> it's yeah. Ridiculous. Come on, sort it out, Microsoft. Let's have, <laughs> let's have character recognition phone thing built into the Windows uh, Xbox app, please. Please. Put it on the feedback thing. Yeah, well, I'll vote, I'll vote for you. I'll send an email to Phil. <laughs> Baba. <laughs> <laughs> what a name asked uh, just how extensive do you think the original xbox backwards compatibility will be do you think that that we will see it before the end of the year i'm trying to remember so was this an e3 announcement mm-hmm. yes. yeah it was wasn't it so we're talking in what june was that so we are yeah. four months three months in i'm wondering if the lack of regular back compat stuff in the last couple of weeks has been because they're cranking up the um original xbox backwards compatibility obviously they have a finite team of people um involved in the testing of all these things and i wonder if they've been involved in trying to get some of this stuff ready for launch of the xbox one x or maybe just before because we've, yeah. we've got till november haven't we it feels like they, they're probably going to do try and get some buzz going let's 
you know, sneak out little new things in the next couple of months, whether it be a dash update, like the stuff you're talking about, Dave, or, you know, a little bit of excitement around a Project Gotham Racing coming out on Back and Pout or something like that. Um, so I don't know how extensive. I can't even remember how many games came out on the original Xbox. Probably wasn't that many, was there? I guess they'll try and do as many as possible, but there's gonna be there must be so many licensing issues. And well, like that's the thing. All the music. It's normally the music, isn't it? That's the issue. The, the, I think the big issue as well is um, that you need the disc to actually install it. And how many people have their original Xbox discs kicking about? Because you can't, unless they're going to introduce a way to buy them digitally again. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. That's probably what they're doing. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I don't know how much love there'd be for this. I mean, what we're talking, 15 yeah. years now? I, th- I think you see everything through rose-tinted glasses anyway. You'd go back to it and think, oh, this was amazing, and play it for an hour and then think, oh, actually. Five minutes more. Yeah. Wasn't great. Yeah. I think in terms of TA, I don't think it'll get much traction, will it? Because we just... No achievements. No achievements. But, no achievements, but no sure point. Unless they that's allow what we should have on the next t-shirt. Merch next year. No achievements, no point. And we'll send one to 2K. <laughs> <laughs> and the original Xbox team, they'll love us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't see... I don't know. I, I imagine they'll probably do it well and they'll probably be quite extensive because they've put quite a bigger thing into the announcement, but I can't imagine the take-up being massive. No. All right, last question is from... I don't know if it's Cliff N or Cliffin. Do you think... <laughs> do you think games should have a super super grindy achievements to encourage constant gaming and reward fanatics like the new Gems of War update? No. <laughs> My least favourite yeah. achievement type is a grindy one. Anyone that doesn't have a lot of times to play games just gets frustrated when they see grindy achievements. I don't mind um, the odd kind of grindy achievement, but the ones I hate are when you've got to play a game for so many hours. Yeah. That's just a waste of time, especially when you end up leaving your console on. Yeah, they're just killing the environment, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're destroying our planet, dude. I I think there's a difference, though. Like, Gems of War, they've obviously added a super grindy achievement of an update. They could have just added some nice, doable achievements, and more people would probably be jumping back on to play it. If they just keep the updates rolling out consistently, it doesn't matter if they're grindy or not. Yeah, you naughty people at Gems of War. Um, Cliffin sounds from his question like he's quite happy with this achievement because he says but, uh, he uses it to re- encourage and reward fanatics. He's, uh, he's got some affiliation with Gems yeah. of War. Yeah, <laughs> Cliffin from Gems of War. Um, grindy achievements, no thanks. That'll be on the back of the uh, <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's that time again. I've actually found the sound effect this week. Which is a good, right, good thing. Uh, Dave, can we have half a code? Yeah, so we're going to oh, give away Cyber no. <laughs> Complex. Okay. If you win okay. this code and play this game, please can you just summarize in like a couple of sentences to Jack how to play it so that we oh, can... I, w- I was hoping I could say to Jack, so what's this about? And then get that description of the game again because that was... No, uh, don't, don't <laughs> Uh, Alright, so the, the first part of the code is 7DKQG WVK3M DD6YH Cool. And unfortunately you can't scan that in in your Xbox app. <laughs> we need the Xbox to to recognise Dave's voice. <laughs> and QD and tone. Yeah. Uh, right, let's talk about achievement lists. Have we had any this week? 
loads. <laughs> oh, an unusual. Nice. Not quite. Okay, good. We have had loads. Um, let's go through them. Start off with the two sports titles. We've had NBA 2K18 on the Xbox One and Pro Evolution Soccer 2018. Cool. Uh, 50 achievements and 51 achievements, respectively. Uh, the big one, obviously, we did the reveal on. We have Forza Motorsport 7 with 62 achievements, wow. which is quite quite a large number for a, a game. Usually you see kind of round numbers, 50, 60, yeah. but 62 is a bit of an odd one. Presumably DLC to come, we mm-hmm. would expect. Yeah. Uh, another driving game, we've had NASCAR Heat 2 with 53 achievements. Drive around uh, in circles. They're all drive around uh, in circles. Turn left, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One's uh, called Armake. <laughs> uh, we've had Don't Stuff Together, which we're going to be streaming next week, 36 achievements. Yeah, you should join our stream for that because um, apparently this game is interesting and difficult. Hmm. I remember I've played the first one a little bit, um, and together it adds the co-op portion, I think. Clues in so the it name. should be good. Okay, well, you can help me with that, because I don't know anything about it. Or ho- it's hopefully it'll come back to me, I can remember it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Uh, okay, Planet of Eyes with 14 achievements. Also streaming Maze with 14 achievements. Another ACA Neo Geo game, Spin Master, 20, or 12 achievements. What type of game is that? Uh, you just spin in circles in front of you, connect. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, I'm not, not too sure. Uh, we've had Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, with 30 achievements. This is a, I think it's either a prequel or a sequel, but it's kind of like a, a half game. It's only about 20 quid to pick up. Uh, so it looks interesting. Um, Rise of Nations Extended Edition on Windows 10, with 38 achievements. Uh, that hit yesterday, and it's worth noting... It is going to be 15 bucks, I think, but you can currently get it for four. Wow. So it's on a deal with uh, gold, I think, for the next 12 days or so. What type of game is this? It's a real-time strategy PC game. Wow, okay. But it's getting a lot as well. Uh, just Windows 10. Oh, okay, so It's one of them it's old ones that we've got there. And we've had Transcripted with 12 achievements, Tricky Towers with 29 achievements, Jetamero, Hero of the Universe, 15 <laughs> achievements. Revolve with 19 achievements. Uh, Raid World War II, 50 achievements. Judge, Judge, it's like Judge with a Y instead of a U. Yeah, uh, 12 achievements. Bit of a weird one. Uh, two hunting games uh, The Hunter Call of the Wild and Deer Hunter Reloaded, 48 and 28 achievements. And then two Chinese releases, uh, Lilith M and Zhuanyan Sword, the Gate of Firmament. Well done. <laughs> 21 of 45 achievements. It's all this, um, challenge myself. It's all this uh, Japanese Lego Batman from playing. Yeah, no, you uh, cracked it. Helping me out. Uh, <laughs> and then we've had some DLCs. Yeah, some DLCs too. We've had title update Neverwinter, with 18 achievements for 105 wow. games for. Big update. A title update in Smite, Summer Knockout, with two achievements for 35 gamer score. Some DLC in XCOM, War of the Chosen, with 10 achievements for 170 gamer score. How old is XCOM 2 now? That game's been out a long time, hasn't it? Uh, I guess it'd be about 18 months. About a year and a half. Yeah. But they're still supporting that. 
That's I know there's a, lot of, a lot of fans of XCOM 2. There's a lot of fans of it, but I think there are more fans on the PC platforms. Yeah, possibly. It. it seems like something that just worked better on a PC in my mind. I don't know. I've never played it on a console, so I can't really A keyboard but... and mouse support coming in the next decade mm, at some point. Yeah. And we've had two DLCs for Infinite Minigolf, Tortuga, and Hangar 37 with four achievements and a 100 gamer score in I'm each. assuming they're just new courses. Or areas. Yeah, it sounds like even new courses or new um, kind of packs of levels, or maybe new props as well, because you can obviously build your own levels, and yeah, make your course. own yeah. stuff. To it. A good game, that Infinite Mini Golf. Check it out. Good. Okay, so load releases today: um, NBA 2K18, Dream Break. Oh, I should mention the hover cards. Have we spoken about that? Yeah, last week we talked about it last week. Okay, yeah. cool. They're all live and fixed now. There was a few. Little a few issues. quirks. Yeah, so now on the release calendar, you can hover over and you get um, new cards, which gives you a load more information about each game. So we've got NHL 18. He's uh, supposed to have two hover cards. Well, if you can, <laughs> why not? It's double the fun. <laughs> yeah. Double the fun. Um, we can probably remove the old ones now. Yeah, we could. The old one actually gets removed dynamically on the fly, but we can remove that from the actual... Uh... Yeah, we probably should. Um Dishonored's out today. In fact, a lot of the achievement lists you mentioned earlier are all out today. Um, also, WRC7, uh, Time Recall. I don't recoil. Time Recall. <laughs> you don't recoil uh, it. <laughs> yeah. All out today. Next week, we have Capcom versus Marvel, or Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Um, Super Hydra Pankapu. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Pankapu. It's an action-adventure game from Two Kind Studios. Um, and then we have more fight and another ACA new age. Oh, we actually know that one's coming out. That's quite unusual. Do we normally get um, release dates for this stuff before it comes out? Uh, we do not. Okay, so there's an ACA Neo Geo game coming out next Thursday called Samurai Showdown 2. Uh, and then a load of stuff next Friday as well. So it's already becoming a bit of a busy period. It uh, feels like tons of games coming out. Uh, we're back on with ID, so we've got loads of previews and reviews and all sorts of stuff, streams coming out with those guys and contests galore. In fact, we're running. Are we still running the controller contest, Dave? Till Tuesday. Till Tuesday. So we, you can win an Xbox Design Lab controller. You can choose the colours, choose the style of it. It's pretty amazing. It's just good fun just playing around with their uh, little design kit thing online. You can like choose all the colours and then you can spin the controller around, see it from all different angles, zoom in and stuff. It's really neat. Uh, engrave it and and all that jazz. Uh, we have a contest for one of those to give away so check out the true achievements twitter for that uh, along with um a ton of uh, id uh competitions that are coming oh and also we have a load of world of tanks stuff uh, we've got some world of tanks news coming on monday um and we have five custom made world of tanks controllers that are awesome they are camouflaged so we've had to put them in bags so we can find them <laughs> it is um pretty cool we've also got some vip packs for world of tanks to give away to, um, as well as a load of other stuff. We've got a special edition art book as well. Thanks to um, Wargaming for all of that stuff. Oh, what a week it's been. It feels busy. So um, let's finish off with the rest of the Cyber Complex code. All right, the final part is 76YK943DHZ. Great, thank you, Dave. Good luck to anyone uh, putting that code in. <laughs> Hey, look, it's a load of free score. We didn't know what we were doing, and Jack yeah, knocked out yeah, we, 420 in an hour. So That's not bad going. It's great so, going. It's another hour, we would have been at 800. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Um, 
Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Jack. Uh, have good weekends, everyone. Enjoy Destiny if you're playing it. Grab me online. I, I should be playing Saturday night, hopefully. I, my wife's out. She's going to see Craig David. And I get a rewind. Um, yeah, she's going to have a rewind. Uh, it's pretty mad. So I have the whole evening to play Destiny. So hook me up um, and we'll play some online stuff. Thanks, guys. See you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.